There are many times when I'm preparing for a sermon or doing scripture study for school, I often wonder, what were they thinking when they put readings together in the lectionary? <laughs> It'd be so much easier if at the beginning it would say, here's the theme for Sunday, and there you go. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Except in cases like today. In case you didn't get it, there's a theme happening today. And it has to do with my favorite subject, sheep. And I will tell you, after my last sermon I gave in November, I, I, I kind of chuckled when Richard said, you're going to preach on the fourth Sunday of Easter. And I was like, no, that's Good Shepherd Sunday, no. Um, but it made me go out and have to do some research about sheep. Now, I know that sheep is an image that a lot of us have a struggle with because they're not very intelligent. They kind of smell. And I really don't want to be a sheep. But I found out there's a lot more to them. Sheep are actually one of the most interesting creatures because they have to have somebody in front of them leading them. If, you, if the shepherd tries to go behind them to push them along, the sheep would just go around the shepherd back to them. So not so dumb. And if that way, in my opinion, if something's coming at them, the shepherd is protecting them. What an interesting metaphor we have for Good, Good Shepherd Sunday. Now, shepherds in Jesus' time were not well refined. They were often out in the middle of fields for months at a time. They kind of like their sheep didn't smell too good after a while. And they often, if danger would come, as we heard in the gospel, just let it go and let the sheep fend for themselves and take off. But Jesus in today's gospels changed that definition. He said, I am the good shepherd. I will lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus wasn't going to abandon his flock. So how interesting that we hear that, that flip of language this Sunday. So what's so important about being a sheep? Why should we even, you know, we, use, we hear the term sheep so many times within the gospels. Why is it so important? Because sheep are what we are when we move forward and follow Christ. Christ isn't going to lead us down bad roads like many shepherds would do, take them down a road and the sheep would fall in the valley or the, a wolf would come and get them and the shepherd just kept going. But Christ wants to make sure that we are all in his flock. There's also the psalm today, which is, I think, a psalm that we all know in this room. My first weeks of CPE where... I will tell you, when you go into CPE your first week, you know everything. And then they deprogram you and then send you out in the real world. And I went to go see a patient who had requested a chaplain, and she was very agitated, she was very upset, and she wanted to pray, and I didn't know what to do. So I'm like, I know, 23rd Psalm, got it, that's the one I know. So I started reciting it and praying it with her, and she just got more and more upset. And I'm like... And I said, excuse me, did I do something wrong? Did I, you know, did I offend you? And she goes, I'm not dying. <laughs> and I said, well, no, you're not dying. And she goes, well, stop saying that then. And I said, but the 23rd Psalm isn't about death. But rather it's about life and protection and guidance and companionship. And she looks at me and she goes, it's about death. Stop saying it where I learned in CPE, you just shut up and listen. But 
what is that 23rd Psalm about? The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is going to be there to guide me, to make sure I'm safe, that's going to make sure that I'm fed. I shall not be in want. What are we wanting for? Are we wanting for things that maybe aren't what it's the shepherd's job to give to us? But the shepherd will take care of our needs and make sure that we are led into safety, that we are led into those green pastures. Those places where we can find refreshment and rest and nourishment. The shepherd won't lead us astray. There's also an interesting part of the gospel <clears throat> that ties in from our reading from Acts this morning. Jesus said in the gospel that there are sheep within his fold that do not belong there. And then we hear in Acts where they're being, they're, where it said that they had cast aside the stone, but that cast aside stone has become the cornerstone. It made me really think of the imagery of how do we look at our relationships in our lives? How many times do we cast away somebody in our lives to build a relationship with them because they don't fit our mold? of what we want, of what we need, of what we desire. I think for me, some of the most important people in my life have been those that have challenged me. Those that at first I kind of cast it aside, but have become center to me. The other part of this story is when it talks about the sheep knowing the shepherd's voice. How many times in our lives do we hear so many different voices coming at us of, if you do this, you'll be saved. If you do that, you'll be saved. If you do this, you will retire full-fledged happy. If you do this, you'll be happy. If you don't do this, you won't be. Where are all these voices coming from that are pulling us aside? But those little sheep know which one is the voice to listen to. And that's what I think this story is also calling us to, is to constant discernment of those voices we're hearing. But it also doesn't mean that that's the only shepherd that we should listen to. Each of us also are shepherds to each other. As I come to the end of my time as your seminarian, I've been having to do some reflection and writing some papers for class and stuff. And I got the image that all of you here have been shepherds to me. You have welcomed me into your fold. You have created a safe place where I can try new ways of pastoral care, new ways of preaching, new ways of, oh darn, I just fell over, and you were there to pick me up. Each of you in this room are shepherds to me, but you're also shepherds to one another. We are here to help lead and to guide and to bring ourselves into the fuller communion of God. And this is what the Good Shepherd is. True, we have the one main one, but we also have those that are in between. So I want you to think, who are your shepherds? Who have been those people who aren't afraid to give you a little nudge when you need it? Or pull out the crook and yank you back when they need to? These shepherds help form us. And I don't know about you, but in my short time on this world, there have been so many shepherds that have brought me to where I am today. And I'm eternally grateful. And I tell you in this room how eternally grateful I am that you have been shepherds to me. And I pray 
that through your guidance, I may be able to shepherd those people as well down the road. Amen. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.